Good evening, class. My name is Dorian Lewis, and I will be your moderator for this evening's lecture. This is a school, not a church. Neither are we affiliated with any religious organization. This school is a nonprofit, non-denominational, religious and scientific research organization dedicated to showing proof of the existence of Yahweh, our Elohim, and the operation of his eternal purpose, pattern, and plan operating throughout eternity to this present day. This school was established as a result of a divine vision and revelation given unto our founder, Dr. Henry Clifford Kimley in the state of Ohio in the year 1931. We were incorporated in the state of California in the year 1958. We held classes in the United States, Canada, and certain foreign countries. The Southfield branch was established in the year 1997. At this time, I'd like to introduce to you the Dean of the Southfield Branch, Dr. Marvin Lewis, and the President, Dr. Edward Ewell. In this school, we use the true, correct, and original name and title of the Father, the Word or Son, and the Holy Spirit as they are contained in the original Hebrew texts. The true name of the Heavenly Father is Yahweh. It has been improperly substituted with Lord. The true title of the word or son is Elohim. It has been improperly substituted with God. The name of the Holy Spirit manifested in or out of a physical body is Yahshua. This has been erroneously substituted with Jesus Christ. Lord and God are titles and are not names. The Apostle Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians 8 and 5 that there are Lord's many and God's many. But we now know that each Lord must have a name and each God must have a name also. Elohim is a title, but unlike Lord and God, Elohim is a divine title. That means that Elohim is the title that our creator chose for himself. Jesus is a name, but it is an erroneous name. A minor investigation on your part in a good dictionary or encyclopedia will prove that neither the Hebrew, Greek, nor Latin languages have any letters or characters in their alphabet that will produce the sound that is made by this letter J. Neither was there a letter J in the English language until some 1400 years after the Messiah's death. Therefore, such names as Jesus and Jehovah are impossible renderings of the true name of our Heavenly Father and His Son. Christ is a title, just like Lord and God. Yahweh is pure spirit, and in this state, he is incomprehensible and inscrutable. He is the ultimate source, substance, limits, and bounds of everything. We have Yahweh in his pure spirit state symbolized on this chart as a cloud. Yahweh is not a cloud. He merely chose a cloud to symbolize himself because a cloud has no particular or descriptive shape and form. We've drawn this cloud all around the edges of this chart to show you that everything on the chart is within the cloud. In like manner, everything in the universe abides within the pure spirit state of Yahweh. Yahweh, knowing that man cannot perceive of him in this pure spirit state, took on shape and took on form right within himself as Elohim. This is the word or son, a superincorporeal being that is, having the shape and form of a man, 
but without flesh and blood. This form could only be seen in divine visions and understood in divine revelations. Later on, this self-same spirit manifested himself in a physical body and walked the earth plane as Yahshua the Messiah, whom the world calls Jesus Christ. Now there is only one name given unto salvation and we must know that name. Therefore, the simple yet intelligent question we should all ask ourselves is, what was the name of the savior during the time he walked the earth plane? A further understanding of this name and title may be had by reading the preface of the Holy Name Bible. Also in this school, we teach by the divine pattern of the universe. It is called the divine pattern because it is Yahweh's pattern. After Yahweh led the children of Israel out of Egypt, he called Moses atop Mount Sinai and showed him the tabernacle pattern in a vision. Yahweh instructed Moses to build one exactly like it in the wilderness of Sinai. The pattern consists of the most holy place, the holy place, and the court round about. These three compartments make up the one tabernacle pattern. In this school, we show proof that everything in the universe is made and operates according to the structure and function of this threefold tabernacle pattern and that absolutely nothing escapes the pattern. The primary constitutional aims and objectives of the first, to help you find and know Yahweh, our Elohim, as he really is and actually exists. Second, to form a nucleus of universal brotherhood of humanity in Yahshua the Messiah without distinction of race, nationality, creed, sex, caste, or color. Third, to investigate the unexplained spirit law or so-called law of nature and the powers latent in man. Fourth, to encourage and promote the study of the scriptures, comparative religions, psychology, philosophy, and modern practical and occult science. Fifth, to extirpate current superstition, skepticism, and ignorance. Sixth, to learn, know, and understand the operation of Yahweh's eternal purpose through the dispensations and ages, excuse me. Seventh, to discern and avoid being deceived by Lucifer, the serpent, the devil, the dragon, or Satan and his demons operating the mystery of iniquity on earth through, through the dispensations of time. Eighth, to earnestly contend for the common salvation and faith which was once delivered unto the sons or children of Yahweh. Ninth, to make known that Yahweh from the beginning ordained that there is no other name given among men whereby man can be saved, saving the name of Yahshua the Messiah. And 10th, to inherit eternal life now in the kingdom of Yahshua the Messiah with the hope of immortal glorification in the new earth state. Our watchword is peace and our slogan is speak the truth. At this time, we will have a prayer given by Dr. Barbara Brazil, followed by a scripture reading, which will be Genesis, the 18th chapter, starting at verse 16 through the 19th, 19th chapter, ending at verse 28, read by Dr. Lauren Lewis. Dr. Brazil. 
Good morning, class, or good afternoon, class. Can you hear me? Yes, good afternoon. Okay, good. Yashua, we come together again this morning, or this afternoon, I'm all messed up with these days, to ask you to open up our hearts and our minds and to keep us focused on you, to keep our hearts open in respect to just who you are and what you are and how you operate in us and that it is you, the only power that will take us through this, this trek that we're all on. And I just ask you, Yashua, as I'm sure we all do, just to keep me in the faith, keep me strong. Don't let me go, just don't let me go. I know that the old boy is out there and I know that the old boy is trying very hard to get as many as he can, but it's only through your grace and it's only through your mercy that we can stand, that we can stand strong. And this is what I pray for daily. So please, Yahshua, please hear us. Please hear us. All these things we ask in the name of your heavenly father and his son, Yahshua the Messiah, let the body set. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good evening, class. And the scripture I'll be reading is Genesis, the 18th chapter, starting at verse 16. Correct? Yes. That's Genesis 18, verse 16 through the 19th chapter. <clears throat> verse 28. Stopping at verse 28. Thank you. That's Genesis 18 and 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And Yahweh said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they should keep the way of Yahweh to do justice and judgment, that Yahweh may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And Yahweh said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which has come unto me. And if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before Yahweh. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Pray adventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this matter, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Yahweh said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon to me to speak unto Yahweh, which am but dust and ashes. 
Peradventure there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Pray adventure, there should be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, Oh, let not Yahweh be angry, and I will speak. Pray adventure, there shall be thirty found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto Yahweh. Pray adventure, there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. And he said, oh, let not Yahweh be angry. And I will speak yet but this once. Pray adventure, 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10's sake. And Yahweh went his way as soon as he had. Left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. And there came two angels to Sodom, even at even, excuse me. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my masters, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early, and go on your ways. And they say, nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. <clears throat> but before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, can pass the house round both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. <clears throat> Excuse me, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do you to them as it is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, stand back. <clears throat> and they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of Yahweh and Yahweh has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his son-in-law, 
which married his daughters and said, up, get you out of this place. <clears throat> Excuse me. For Yahweh would destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son-in-law. And when the morning arose, the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, Yahweh being merciful unto him. <clears throat> and they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my master. Behold now, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city, for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither. For I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then Yahweh rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from Yahweh out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities in all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. That was Genesis 18, excuse me, and 19, all the way to Genesis 19 and 26. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, and before we begin, I'd like to welcome some of our, some of our visiting brethren. We have Dr. Ter Teresa Gawush. Gavush, excuse me if I'm mispronouncing it, from Tampa. We have Andrea Volpe from Oceanside. I see someone else I don't recognize, Michelle Terry. I'm sorry, I don't know what class you're from or if you're from class, but welcome. And we also like to welcome back Sister Shonda Bryant Johnson. It's good to see you. And so uh, we welcome you all. We thank you all for joining us and welcome everyone else. Oh, and also Dr. Clifford Cardoza from Malaysia. We welcome you all. Uh, before we call on our uh, first speaker, I also like to remind the speakers, if you're called on, please pay attention to your screen. When you see the five minute bell, please acknowledge it. And for our first speaker, it is a pleasure to call on Dr. Mary Steele. Hi everybody, here's Mary. Hello. Uh, I I like the scripture so much. Uh, I only have a few things to say because, uh, <clears throat> you know, this world is getting real bad lately. And uh, 
all I can do is pray for Yahshua to help me and Pedro and everybody else. Uh, I know he's working. Uh, I'll say um, that's all I have to say. I, I'm, I'm happy that class is going on. I can sit back and listen and enjoy um, what other people say. So right now I don't have much to say, so I yield the floor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Steele. And for our next speaker, it is a pleasure to call on Dr. Lakeisha Leatherberry. Good evening, class. Good evening. Okay. Um, I truly enjoyed the previous speaker. Uh, Mary Steele, how you been doing? Um, I can't do anything but piggyback up what she said. Yes. This world is crazy and it's getting worse and worse. Uh, but see, that's here in the physical that we're still dealing with or living in and have to deal with these worldly situations or events that happen out through life. But we have something that the world don't know to keep us stable and steadfast and know exactly what's going on in this world today. So that's why we're not quaking in our boots because we have an understanding. And if our understanding may not be uh, as good as uh, someone, someone else or a speaker, someone else, but your understanding that you have for yourself that Yahshua is giving to you is enough. And we continue to learn and know that for a surety. And uh, I'm very grateful and thankful to be here uh, in class tonight. Um, I guess I will um, say, um, let, let's um, get back to uh, the scripture lesson. Can you um, start the beginning of that, please? That's Genesis 18, and you want to, I'm sorry, we started at what, 26? 16. 16. Genesis 18 and 16. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And Yahweh said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they should keep the way of Yahweh to do justice and judgment, that Yahweh may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And Yahweh said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it, which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom, but Abraham stood yet before Yahweh. And Abraham drew near and said, wilt thou destroy the righteous with the wicked? Pray adventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? Hmm. That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked 
and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Yahweh said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, mm-hmm. then I will spare all the place for their sake. See, we, we're in these classes because Yash, Dr. Killing gave a vision in 1931 and, and, and preached around the world. And, and he said, uh, don't believe me because I say so, but make me prove it. And, and to your satisfaction, see what satisfied me may not satisfy you. But these stories and these uh, is an admonishment to us, his sons, that that is what's happening exactly now, this day and age, with down here at this side of Gomorrah. He said, if he, if he find 50 people, righteous people out of that, he, he will save them. But go ahead and continue. And the man rose up from the, excuse me, 27th verse. <clears throat> and Abraham answered and said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto Yahweh, which am but dust and ashes. Pray mm-hmm. adventure, there shall lack five of the 50 righteous. Righteous, wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there 40 and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Pray adventure, there should be 40 found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, Oh, let not Yahweh be angry. And I will speak, pray adventure, there should thirty be found there. Mm. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. See, and he said, I'm sorry. See, he's he's continuing. You know, he's if it's even a less amount, I won't destroy the world. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I feel like, see, this day and age now, it's the same thing that's going on, but it's that we're in a spiritual battle and war, you know, within ourselves, not against the world. See, we, we set aside. We're, we're in this world, but we're not a part of this world because we know mm-hmm. Yahshua. So, <clears throat> and by us knowing that they, they will be, some say, but there will not be uh, any save if this world was to continue on as it is. There will be no soul save if he don't cut it short. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I'm gonna continue, go ahead and continue that. I don't want to lose my train of thought, but and and lose where I'm think where I was trying to take me. But I'm I'm saying it's so bad nowadays in this physical earth plane we can't do nothing but stand still like Yahshua say and have the faith and believe in him to endure through this storm because we shall be saved if you believe and know Yahweh as he really is and actually exists and how he died for your sins you and I and was buried and resurrected a third day according to the scriptures see that's enough. But do you believe that and have faith in that only? You shall be saved. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter when you come in or how much you think you know or how much you don't know. But you, if you know that for a sure and hold on to it tight 
and understand that Yahshua gave you these pearls, you better hold on if that's the only thing you know. Just endure because he hears us and sees everything. But go ahead and continue. I'm going off track. Mm -hmm. 31st verse. And he said, Behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto Yahweh. Pray adventure, there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. And he said, Oh, let not Yahweh be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Pray adventure, 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10's sake. And Yahweh went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. And there came two angels to Sodom, even at even. Lot sat in the gate of Sodom, and Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them. Mm -hmm. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Be no, Behold now, my masters, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. Mm -hmm. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. Mm -hmm. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, excuse me, compassed the house round, both old and young, all mm -hmm. the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. And See? Lot went out. Go ahead, go ahead. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as it is good in your eyes. Only See? unto these mm -hmm. do not. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they um, go ahead. Let me let me intervene right quick. Okay, so now you know Yahweh. <laughs> okay, I don't want to miss this up. Well, well, as you say, the 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 men that were invited or into the house. Um, and, and he fed them. They ate a feast. But they, and after this feast and let them in, it brings you up to date. See, nothing is haphazardly going on. Yahweh is in control of it all. We have down here physically so to even take a look at what they're actually saying, what Abraham is actually saying. These men want to be with the men they want to be with the same sex see and that's 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 that fornication or that uh what's the word i'm looking for that's that you know that's already going against the word of yahweh see they were they were not righteous you know what i'm saying they wanted to lay with the men but abraham told them i have two daughters that's virgin i guess that's the big thing. We got women that's virgins. You can lay with my daughters, but don't mm -hmm. mess with them. You know, I hope I'm not jacking this up. But anyway, it's he, he, he that's what he's offering them. He, they're not interested. See, you can't, mm. you can't have fruit or produce fruit man on man or right. woman on woman. 
you understand what I'm saying? So go ahead and, and continue with that. What, what, so what happened with that? Okay, nice verse. Mm -hmm. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and he will need to be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed so upon the man even lot and came near to break the door. Mm -hmm. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and yes. shut the door. Mm -hmm. And all the men that were at the door of the house with blindness spoke small and great so mm. that they weary themselves to find the door. See, that, that's right there is a spiritual part. See, Yahweh smoke, you know, caused them blindness or can't see. You know what I'm saying? And they had to reach out there and pull Abraham back in because they wanted him too. So when they reached back and pulled Abraham in and they broke the door down or, or smoked them or wanted to go in the house, they couldn't find him. They couldn't see. Go ahead and continue. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the man said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of Yahweh. And mm -hmm. Yahweh has sent us to destroy it. Mm -hmm. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters and said, up, get you out of this place, for Yahweh would destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. Mm -hmm. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest mm -hmm. thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. See, they, 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 they're, you know, they have to listen. You know, this is what's going on. Yahweh is going to destroy this. Earth. It's just too bad. It's just... This is, yeah, I'm trying to say, this, what's the word I can say? It's, they're dead. They, th this world, I'm finna destroy it. Move with some haste. Get, lot one, get you, get them up out of there. Go ahead and, and don't look back because he's finna destroy it. So these people, not these people, but uh, are going to be saved. He's gonna take them up out of that land, but go ahead. He also tells the wife, they they grab them in haste to get them up out of there, and the wife looks back. Go ahead and and, and do that. Continue with that part. It just had to be destroyed. There was no goodness in none of them. Their their thoughts is enmity against Yahweh. You know what I'm saying? You can't produce any fruit with that stuff going on. That was the whole world, the whole town what has to be destroyed. So go ahead and finish that part real quick. 16th verse. Mm -hmm. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, Yahweh being merciful unto him. Yes. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, escape for thy life. Look mm -hmm. not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, least thou be consumed. Get out and of lie. here. Get mm -hmm. out of here. Don't, don't. You have mercy. Yahshua has given you mercy. 
Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I will not destroy them, but I'm finna destroy this world. You guys are blessed. You you're set as you're gonna be set aside. He's showing you mercy. He don't look back. He don't look back. You know what I'm saying? Get up out of there. But go ahead. And Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my masters. Behold, now thy servant has found grace in thy sight, and mm-hmm. thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. Behold, now this city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, mm-hmm. let me escape thither. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. Mm-hmm. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city, for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Mm-hmm. Then Yahweh rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from Yahweh mm-hmm. out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities that, that which grew upon the ground. Mm-hmm. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. See? See, Yahshua said, don't look back. It's a, little, it's a city close to you <laughs> in the mountains. Head that way. Because with fire and brimstone, I'm about to destroy this, this people, you know, these, this town. And she, she looked back. And what I get out of that, see, spiritually so, Yahweh has brought us so far you know, through Yahshua in our belief. That's what we have. Even with our belief and faith, that's we still have to have that hope, you know, because some of us going to turn back and look back. You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to be a pillar of salt, but, but not this time. It's not going to be, you're not going to turn into a pillar of salt, but you're going to, you're going to not going to be saved. I, I hope. It sounds clear. I know I'm moving fast and talking fast, but down here at this age, it just reminds me. Mm-hmm. Yahshua has brought me so far. That's right. From from where whence I came from, and I see it in myself. I was just speaking to someone not too long ago, telling them, "Yes, I recognize it in other. I recognize Yahshua's spirit in other people." But you want to recognize it in yourself and That's how right. you tell and, and know that is because you're not the same. There's going to be a change that takes place, your demeanor, your whole attitude, disposition, whatever it may be. It's going to be humbled because you too can be written off. You know mm. what I'm saying? But we've been written in the book of life. <clears throat> and our constant prayer is the hope of a more glorification um, you know what I'm saying so I know personally every single last one of us in this world I might not know your business but you have your own stuff to deal with and if you are Yashua just say, say a prayer within your heart you, you know who wants to turn back to that I, whatever, me, for example, I've been through so much. 
I can't even I can't complain or compare because what Joshua has done for us. You know what I'm saying? There's no even comparison to that. And why would I want to look back? Because he brought he resurrected me up out of each and every situation, death barrel, resurrection to its fullest in each issue or problem, physically so. You know what I'm saying? So even still, when it comes to this flesh, we're gonna have to die. And that's the resurrection I want to be a part of because no lie, everything I have has been given to me from to from Yahshua. Everything, the roof of my head, food in my refrigerator, clothes on my back. And even and I'm still highly blessed or what set aside or however they want to say they're blessed. No, you are truly blessed to know. Yahweh the Father mm-hmm. and his son through his son Yahshua the Messiah. So it gets hard because Yahshua has a pattern. It's ne- it never changed from back in the angelic creation until now. You have a death, burial, resurrection, a blood, water, spirit. You take the name of Yahweh, Yahweh being the male part or the and, and way being the feminine part of his name, making Yahweh both mother and father of us all. You know what I'm saying? Who gave himself a divine title. Elohim. You know what I'm saying? And his son, Yahshua Messiah. These not three people. This is one person. This is one spirit. Yahshua the Messiah. And through his pattern, you're going to have a, throughout life, this physical life, you're going to have a death state or they call it depressed now. You know what I'm saying? And you get so steeped and buried in that depression mm-hmm. or or caught up in this world trying to handle it and do it yourself when That's all you right. got to do is sit still and sit back and rely and believe and have faith on Yahshua. Mm-hmm. See, you can't be out here playing like, oh, I believe, I believe. But now when something goes bad, yo, but... Uh, losing your mind or acting like you're losing your mind or or whatever the case may be. You need to reevaluate yourself, myself, mm-hmm. and look in the mirror, everything else, and ask truly, what's the problem? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you shouldn't have no problems. and But I know we do because we're still in this physical. But again, back to Yahweh's death burial resurrection yashua is your savior that's what he does he delivers he saves he resurrects you up out of each and every situation yeah i've been in situations and i've been out of the situation and i know exactly who's done it because he will show you and prove to you it's only could have been him and no one else can't no physical man doctor lawyer uh sportsman guy do anything for you uh you no one can do nothing for you so it's a coming upon yourself to investigate or honestly truly believe and call on your father please show me please allow me to sit still and sit down and wait on you mm-hmm. and the more i try the more it's not gonna happen 
That's right. You see what I'm saying? He is the only one that resurrected me up out of them hospitals. He's the only one that resurrected me from an apartment into a house and from a house, hopefully, to a, a forever home. I still want a forever home. But regardless, I know if I get it, it's because he gave it to me. See, he gives us stuff that we need and sometimes the things that we want. But mm. you want it from nothing because he takes care of his sons. If you believe in him and know that it's him, he's going to resurrect you up out of that place. Don't look back. What's the point of looking back? And at what? You've grown. Those chains, hopefully, it's been broken. And now you can say, I'm not quaking in my boots. I'm not worried about this. But again, us being physical is hard sometimes. So we still think we can do something. Mm -hmm. See, I'm to the point where I know for a surety, I can't do a dang old thing to help my situation or any situation. It's only Yahshua that mm -hmm. can deliver and resurrect you out of whatever you're going through down here at this physical earth. So he resurrected them up out of there, right? His wife turned into a, pill a pillar of salt. So... Mm -hmm. Yes, he said he was going to save the people if you find even one righteous. But again, Joshua had mercy on him, his wife, his two daughters. But the wife turned back. You know, constantly look forward. Look forward to Joshua showing you and teaching mm -hmm. you and you coming into an understanding of him and who he is, your father, your true father in heaven and earth. You understand what I'm saying? I wasn't always that confident. <laughs> I wasn't always that, yeah, uh, you know, I'm called, I'm just wait on Yahshua. No, it, I had to be broken down yes. to the bottom. I mean, to the bottom, to the floor, broken down to where I had to say within myself, I can't get out of this. That's right. Yahshua, please resurrect me up out of this. Show me what's going on and what's happening. And he did that for me. Mm -hmm. And he can do it for you and you and you and That's whoever right. he had's purpose to hear him speak mm -hmm. and to believe on him. So all I can say is I'm thankful I'm at that point in my life where I know if I come across a, a, a pickle or, or whatever that in time or right in time is going to be taken care of and it's going to be taken care of right on time. Mm -hmm. It might not be the time that I want it to happen and you and it's not going to happen until he knows that you trusting and believing in him. That's right. And so. These things I'm speaking, I know for an assurity, and that's what I'm holding on. I'm not trying to get to, to say somebody physical. I think they preach good and can run them charts and all of that. Good. I'm not trying to get to your point. I'm trying to get to my point. Wherever Yahshua is giving me, that's what I'm going to speak on. That's what, I, that's what he gives me to correlate and show the natural that to understand the spiritual. These things are not haphazardly. It's not happening on its own. Oh, uh, this Trump situation and 
you know, all this prejudice that's going around in this earth plane, all this evilly, continuously, no one thought of a man down here at this age has no compassion. Don't look for it. They don't care. They got their own problems. They don't care. You want somebody to care, you better ask Joshua. Talk to him. He the one cares. He the one can do anything about the situation. He's not a short arm guard. He's not an idol. He's not Jesus Christ. He's not a rock or a statue or a fat Buddha. He's not on your knees, back up and forth and down in a confession stand. No one can help you other than your father, Yahshua the Messiah, who's in you, can do something about it. Mm-hmm. He can not only do something about it, he can save you. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm stressing not that same point, but regardless of the fact of, I'm very thankful that I know what I know and for the brethren who knows what they know, but we still getting the same penny. I don't care if you came in here today and Joshua said, you're going to hear something. You're going to know me. We're getting the same penny, the same salvation. We're going to resurrect with, with him when he decides to um, reveal itself from, um, you know, from uh, reveal itself to the world. You know what I'm saying? We're going to raise with him. Fire don't burn fire. If you're part of him, you're going to be at that instantaneous revelation with him understood you know what i'm saying so uh, let's let's I, i've done babbled on off the, the whole topic but i'm truly thankful that i even said that much and hope something someone has got anything out of anything i've said praises all be to Joshua. hallelujah 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 Thank you, Dr. Leatherbear. And for our next speaker, it's a pleasure to call on from Malaysia, Dr. Clifford Cardoza. I know it's pretty early for you over there. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Malaysia. Today, I'm going to welcome you to Malaysia. Hallelujah. And I enjoyed the remarks of the previous speaker. All praise will be unto... uh, Yahweh Elohim through his son, Yahshua the Messiah. And each time that I listen to, um, can you hear me clearly? Yes, we can. Wonderful. Each time I listen to um, what's coming off from the floor and some of the things that are being said, it makes me shiver because I see my brothers and sisters out there in the United States um, going through a time that is very perilous and scripture speaks of that and it's a time that um, we are to keep our eyes on Yahshua the Messiah and I'm going to follow um, with the scripture lesson and here you see uh, we see um, Abraham has a specific relationship with Yahweh. And out of that relationship, he's standing there and he's interceding. And when we use this word interceding, 
we can draw the line on the chart and we can see, we can go right into the, um, into the tabernacle pattern and we see the intercessor of intercessors. And coming to school, we learned that there is intercession that goes on in this holy place and um, interceding for us because we don't know how to pray. And so Yahshua in us teaches us how to pray, what to bring forth, what, how we must rely on him. And from this scripture lesson, I see um, that um, this area of Sodom where the angels come, this area is being controlled by spiritual forces of darkness, um, particularly um, uncleanness and homosexuality. Um, and in my study, I learned that this uh, force of darkness is called a principality, a prince of a palate. And so Yahweh is um, going to deal with this situation. And from this uh, portion of scripture, Yahweh deals with our hearts. I remember being in, in uh, a class uh, not so long ago. And while I was going through, it was very simple testimonies. And these are testimonies of the vessels that have been in school for from the beginning. They, some of them have had, um, have had um, the pleasure of being with Dr. Kennedy. And so I'm listening to all these testimonies and I actually wanted to get out of my chair and run out from there because I was uncomfortable and I was um, being bothered by what was coming from the floor. But instead of leaving the, my, play, my seat, I held on to it. And it, it was um, difficult because something was going on in this seat where I'm sitting on. And we know that the preaching of the gospel and the power of the testimonies that come forth from the vessels that have been in school for years. Yahweh has trained them and built them and um, showed them his goodness and kindness and mercy. And from those testimonies, um, I was really bothered with it and I was going to get out, but I had a glimpse, I had a little, you call it a, a picture in my head. And that picture was like, a, a, a road drill, you know, um, you see when you go on the streets, there are workers that will be working along the streets, um, installing uh, wiring, uh, but they have to dig the ground and he's using a huge drill to beat the concrete and break it up. And that was what I had an idea. And I was so troubled by it, you know, I, I wanted to um, get up and leave the, the, the class. But I held on to this seat and I waited and waited. And at the, by the time it was finished, Yahshua revealed to me that there were some things in my heart and mind 
that he needed to break up right there in front of this teaching, in front of this gospel. And I want to speak it out that the power of this gospel is beyond words. And so the vessels are, are, are bringing forth this testimony and my heart is being crushed. And, you know, if you get a piece of paper that you're going to throw in the dustbin, you would crush it real nicely and throw it in. And that was what Yahshua was doing in my heart. And uh, I felt it was being broken up. And, and this is what was revealed to me. He said, you've got some things in your heart that are very, very deep. And I need to break it up. Mm. I need to break it up because, I, because where you are going, what you are about to go through, this foundation will not hold it. So I'm breaking it up. And so and that night, he broke those things up uh, in my heart. And I didn't understand what it was until I looked at, I was talking to a brother about it. And, and uh, he um, explaining it to him. And he sat and he listened and he listened and he listened. And then he said to me, he said, um, um, go to the Ames. So I went to the Ames. And I went to aim number five. And it says to extirpate current superstition, skepticism, and ignorance. I said, what are you... Uh, you know, I never even considered that. You, I never considered that. He said, that's what... You know, Yahshua gave him a word of knowledge. And he just spat that thing out at me. I said, oh, wow. I had not considered that before, to extirpate current superstition, skepticism, and ignorance. And so after, I, after the session, on top of that, I had disappointed a brother of mine that he'd, he'd been, he wanted to run some things off me, and he, I disappointed him um, because I left him, I kept him waiting, and while I was in class, he was waiting for me on the other end of Zoom. Anyway, I was so upset about it. I packed it in, uh, just threw in the towel, and I went and, and, and I went to sleep because we are on a time difference. I went to sleep, and in the middle, listen carefully now, listen carefully. In the middle, I was upset and I was woken up, and this is what I saw, heard, because I was half asleep and half awake, and I'm half asleep and half like a partial death stage. And this is what I saw. I saw printing paper coming out of a printer. And on this piece of paper was written, the ever presence of Yahshua the Messiah, the ever presence of Yahshua the Messiah, the ever presence of Yahshua the Messiah. There was no capital letters, no dots, no full stops. It was going on and on and on. And it was on a yellow sheet of paper, just like this chart that's in front of me right now. This, it was on a golden yellow paper and it was coming out, coming out. And I was just, um, I don't have an understanding of why. But, but it says, it was revealed to me that it is coming from Southfield. And I don't have an understanding. I'm going to just leap. It's come upon me to, to speak this out. So I'm speaking this out. And I don't have an understanding. It was the ever presence of Yahshua the Messiah. 
and it goes on and on and on and on and printing paper in golden yellow and it's coming out it's coming out of Southfield. But I don't have an understanding at this point. I'm bringing it out. Maybe someone else has got the other portion of this testimony. Anyway, we come back to the scripture lesson. I thought I'd just put that in there because it's come upon my heart. We, mm -hmm. When we are in our walk with Yahshua, the Messiah, he takes us through different situations in um, in our walk with him. And one of the things that I have learned in my walk with Yahshua the Messiah is that he gives us specific instructions. If you look at the scripture lesson, here you see um, Abraham negotiating concerning Lot as an intercessor. And we have Yahshua the Messiah as an intercessor. The other portion of it is Lot is being instructed by the angels to do to, to work on a set of procedures and this man is so dull in his hearing because of where he has been living and what is going on around him. Right. So he's trying to uh, give them his daughters and he's trying to negotiate with them. You can't negotiate with the devil he's not going to listen to any kind of negotiation <laughs> we we gotta go back to yashua and so where we are and what we're doing we need to be attentive now let me explain this when i uh, first learned to um, listen to the voice of of, uh, of yashua the messiah i used to read some scripture and I was driving along the road one time. And it comes up in my heart. Why did Lazarus come out from the tomb? And I thought about it and I'm driving along. And I said, well, I don't know. Why did Lazarus come out from the tomb? Again, the question came, why did Lazarus come out from the tomb? And I said, well, I, I, I don't really know. And this is what I heard. Okay? Because he heard my voice. And I thought for a moment, I said, come on, the man, this, my Bible says he's been dead four days. How do you say he heard my voice? Mm -hmm. again, again, it rose up in my heart. He heard my voice. I said, okay, now I've got it. Before I had the time to think about it and give Yahshua an answer, he said, if dead people can hear my voice, how come all of you all years cannot hear me? I'll tell you something. It straightened me out. It straightened me. I never learned to confess with my mouth that I could not hear him. Mm. That set me right, right there. Sometimes we confess what Yahshua is saying opposite. My words have been stout. Your words, sorry, let me rephrase that. Your words have been stout against me. He says, I've healed you. You said, my diabetes, my arm pains, my headache, my migraine. Well, you want to confess it, you keep it. And I learned this principle from him. And the other thing that I learned from walking with Yahshua, he says, when I give you an instruction, 
you will run out and try and do it in your own strength. Sit <laughs> over your toe, fall down, hurt yourself, and you come back and say, well, who, what, I thought you told me to do this. And I learned this thing from Yashua. Whenever I give you an instruction, you never ask me how to do it. Mm. Oh, I tell you, brethren, I tell you, that straightened me out. So when you get an instruction, and at this particular point, in where my sisters and brothers, where you are, you pick up that instruction, go quietly and ask Yashua, how do I do this? Then you get instructions from him because some of the instructions he gives us is foolishness. But if you obey it, you will see the outcome. You will see the glory because we receive the victory and he gets the glory. So I learned these things from coming to class. From coming to class. And I am so grateful for these things. And at this point in time, I listen to what he has to say. Out here in Malaysia, we are having this COVID-19. And, but some of the people, they want to go do their own thing. It's no different to what's happening in the United States. And so we're careful. If I have a prompting in my heart that says, don't go, I'll stop. If there's a prompting in my heart, that says, get into the scripture today, I will get into the scripture. So we learn at this point in time and we draw from this. You will see the results from the scripture lesson of how instead of following the instructions quickly and sharp, and here's this man trying to dilly-dally, you know, he's trying to, you know, give me this, give me a chance. And, you know, um, Yahweh's not playing games. Look at what he did to Sodom. And he may be getting ready to deal with some things where you are or in the next town or in the next village. And we need to pay attention of what we're doing and how we're doing it. So we look at, at the destruction that came. See, Yahshua is an intercessor and he is doing it. And I want to say this. Okay, when I came to class, I didn't know anything about this tabernacle pattern. But I saw this pattern and I wanted to learn more about it. So I stayed in class. How is it that this tabernacle pattern can have such, such accuracy and such um, uh, um, have these, these abilities to do how? How is this thing? So I would go to Yahshua and, and he, he explained to me, and I'm still learning about this uh, tabernacle pattern. The first thing I looked at was some of the measurements. Some of the measurements in relation to, um, to uh, the physical body and some of the measurements in relation to um, the uh, environment and one of the things that I picked up I heard a lecture from the class about the tabernacle pattern being laid out across the United States and I don't know if you've ever heard of that but mm -hmm. it was it was um, given in a lecture and 
um, I thought, wow, it was drawn, you know, hand drawn. And I uh, said, well, it'd be very nice if we could have a chart. And so um, I googled charts, and suddenly I came to a this company on the on, on on Google that was making charts. And I thought, wow, can you believe it? And I was scrolling down, scrolling, and suddenly I come across this chart. It's called Republic America, or the Republic of America. And I looked at this chart and it's laid down and here's this tabernacle pattern laid down across the United States. And so you have, um, and I'll just speak it out briefly. You have on the Eastern side, you have Broadway. Then you have the Mississippi River, which is the first veil. Then you have all these um, chimneys and oil stacks that are burning uh, natural gas. Uh, symbolic of the lampstand. Then you have the bread basket of North Dakota. And then you have this blue, purple and scarlet, these mountains. And then you have the, the Great Lakes, which is um, the Lava. And so I looked at it and I said, boy, this is amazing. And when you understand that this tabernacle pattern and Yahweh's got the whole of the United States laid out there in a tabernacle pattern with all these physical and geographical locations. And it was just, it just got me so excited. Mm -hmm. So we have a tabernacle pattern that's here, right in front of me, um, uh, the tabernacle pattern on the left. Then we have tabernacle of man and, and man made by the pattern. Look at the witnesses that Yahweh has for us. Look yeah. at his witness. And so he's telling me, he says, listen, you can trust me. I got this thing all worked out. Ask me. Ask me. I will tell you. And, and so we get to a point in, in our, uh, uh, our life where we got to stop. And Yahweh stopped me many times. I will tell you, many, many times um, I nearly got killed in accidents. But Yahweh saved me. He saved me every single time. And when I came to class, he proved it to me. He said, you would not be here if I didn't save you from this, 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 and this. And he pointed those incidents out. I see pictures in front of me. And I had to acknowledge it. I acknowledged as Yahweh, if not for your mighty hand upon my life, I would not be here. And so I'm so, grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. To be here um, um, with y'all in in uh, Southfield to have something to say about um, about our heavenly Father, and um, it's a, it's it's a beautiful thing. And I'm not going to stay beyond much longer. I have learned everything that needed to be learned. I have got charts with me that, as soon as I saw them, I. Um, Screenshot, I screenshot, even though I can screenshot this, this chart in front of me, and right where I sat, I could send it to the printers, and she just took a little token for it, and she had it laminated, and we had it um, uh, laminated, and uh, book, my books were done, I've got my Elohim books, I've got transcripts, I've got the tabernacle pattern, I've got all kinds of goodies here. <laughs> so if they have a lockdown, I am going to have a ball. <laughs> okay. and everything is here. Everything, my my Bibles, 
uh, scripture lessons. Um, I, I got a, and while I'm at it, uh, I wanted to own a Holy Name Bible. And I prayed and asked, yes, I said, you know, I would be very, it'll be very nice if I can, uh, you know, have the Holy Name Bible and I can follow. Do you know a sister called me from the United States? And she said, yay, I'm coming back. Would you like something? I said, yes, a Holy Name Bible. While I was talking to her on one end of the phone, she was on her laptop. And by the time I finished the telephone conversation, she had already had that Bible heading towards her out of, out of Springfield. And she brought that on, hand carried that Bible to me. Praise Yahshua. Can you believe that? So oh. coming to class and looking at this tabernacle pattern, and I learned that this tabernacle pattern is operating with unerring accuracy. Yes. Now, how is that going to affect us? And how is it going to help us? Good news. Study to show yourself approved. Come and learn of me, Yahshua says. And so with that, I thank you for this opportunity and this time. All praise and glory and honor belong to Yahweh Elohim through his son, Yahshua the Messiah. And hopefully you got something out of this little testimony. Praise Yahshua. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dr. Cardoza. Dr. Cardoza, excuse me. And for our next speaker, it's a pleasure to call on from our Tampa branch, Dr. Teresa Gavush. Good evening, everyone. Wow, um, class has been great this evening. Um, sorry if I'm talking soft. Can you guys hear me? Um, Clearly. Okay, great, because yes, I'm, I'm sitting at a 24-hour EEG with my daughter right now. So um, I'm going to probably make this short. I'm not a big speaker, but um, I, I did want to acknowledge um, this teaching because it is life-changing, um, especially from what the prior speakers have been talking about. Um, I too have my testimonies to where um, I have been turned upside down several of times um, to get that um, scolding, <laughs> and, you know, because um, if we're not tested and tried, you know that he's not working with us because through those trials, um, even though they were devastating, there is great joy in all of them. Um, just from, you know, some of testimonies I have, I won't go into them now, but um, yeah, it's, this is for sure the real thing. Um, I know I got brought into this class in 2000 in Cleveland, and then I um, had moved down to Tampa. I actually moved to Columbus. I was there for a couple of years and moved to Tampa, and Tampa has been my home ever since, um, since 2007. So um, it's just been a great privilege and joy to be in this class um, and even to be able to talk about um, what Yahweh has shown us you know um, we all how we could easily take this pattern that was shown to Moses that is written all throughout the Old Testament which I never heard of before um, and I was grown up Roman Catholic so um, it is it's 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 just mind-blowing and um, um, even from taking our minute cells all the way to being in this huge galaxy and be able to use that pattern and correlate it to all of that. Um, and we learn stuff like that by learning who Yahshua is, who is Yahweh, 
um, because Yahweh is salvation. That's who came. You know, you, you can't divide the three. He is one, and um, just the unity of him is beautiful. Um, like I said, I'm a little bit of everywhere. I've been up since six o'clock this morning, and um, we have a long night ahead of us. So um, maybe someday soon I could get into a little bit more of things. But um, I, I just wanted to um, thank you guys for putting this on so that we could share and get fed um, and being able to get fed daily just from all these different Zoom classes out there. Um, and it's just been a great joy and privilege to be able to um, just take a seat and learn and, um, and you know, really take it home because this stuff is real. Um, everything and all the events in the Bible, they're real. Um, the flood, the, the part you know, the waters, uh, Yahshua, you know, the crucifixion, you know, it, they're just not story. We, and we got to bring it home and um, be able to, it, I mean, there's nothing we could do, you know, we know that, that it's Yahweh working, Yahshua working through us to show us these, um, these things. So um, we do have to be very humble with it, that's for sure, and um, know where it's coming from and um, not to take any credit for it and give him all the glory, honor, and praise. Uh, thank you for the time. All right. Thank you, Dr. Kavush. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. For our next speaker, it's a pleasure to call on from Oceanside, Dr. Andrea Volpe. Hi, everybody. Can you guys hear me okay? We can, hi. Awesome. I am so happy to be here. This has been such a wonderful class today. And I would like to tell, um, I'm sorry, I forgot your last name, the gentleman in Malaysia, what a powerful testimony that was. Um, lately, what's really just been on my heart and mind is it's becoming so clear that this world is being run by the mystery of iniquity. Right. And every every single time you turn the news on it's just right there in your face and i'm sure a lot of other people will feel the same sentiment i can't even tell anybody how many times i've cried watching the news this year whereas other years i don't remember crying watching the news i just thought oh this is crazy right but every time you turn around there's violence everyone's hating each other people freaking out over the pandemic, um, political unrest, religion unrest, just man hating man, just left and right. And with that being said, I'm seeing how Yahshua is manifesting his love right now. Mm -hmm. And that the brethren are just shining stars. And you couldn't be anywhere better than here honestly because right. love is something we all we all need and we all want and mm -hmm. we love multiple outlets of love we love loving our family loving our children loving our significant other loving right. our dog loving our cats you go to work you want people to love you at work <laughs> and all that is fine but it's not the same kind of love that Yahshua gives you. That's right. And when you realize the kind of love that Yahshua is giving you, that unconditional love, it just blows you over with a feather. 
and you see it in the brethren and thank goodness for that because it gives you hope to keep carrying on with all the craziness and chaos in the world mm -hmm. and with that i'm going to take my seat and thank you very much for inviting me and giving me an opportunity thank you so much hallelujah, Dr. hallelujah. it's been a great class and for mm -hmm. our next speaker it's a pleasure to call on dr william walker Dr. Walker, there he is. Yeah, can you uh, hear me? Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Okay, um, I'm having, I have a cheap phone and uh, everybody uh, is having some sort of problem with their technology these days. Uh, so that makes the, the service that you get cheap. I'll tell you, I, I am so happy to uh, be able to uh, speak with you folks and to give you uh, just a, uh, a brief opportunity. Uh, I, I like to say this, this has been one of the most uh, inspirational mm -hmm. class sessions that I have endured. And uh, I, I can feel it uh, with... Uh, it's just coming through the phone. That's all you can say. It's just coming through the phone. Um, well, what I mean by that is I, I, I can feel the inspiration coming from the, the brotherhood. Uh, Mr. Cardoza, you have won the lottery. <laughs> uh, someone recently in the state of Michigan, I believe, uh, won about 700 and I don't know what the figure was. It's close to a billion dollars, right. you know. But uh, with the way things are going, uh, that individual, I don't care how frugal they are, they'll never have the opportunity to spend it all. <laughs> Not the way this world is, is going. Um, just real quick, a couple of things. Uh, would uh, someone read for me uh, Deuteronomy 29 and 29? That's you said Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 29 and 29. Yes. The secret, the secret things belonging to Yahweh are Elohim. Okay. But those Stop. things are... Stop. Listen, what do you know about this world, about this creation, and what's going on in this creation, you see? Uh, Yahweh has known it all along. You see, after all, he is... He's orchestrated this thing. And, and we must never forget that everything that we know and that we understand has come to us through revelation. Mm -hmm. you, you understand? And uh, he, he, what Yahweh has done is he has uh, slowly uh, uh, revealed many of his uh, secret things to the brethren, you see. And uh, I'll tell you about, I'll speak for myself. Uh, it's, it's for me, it's just in time, if you know what I'm saying. You, you see, uh, okay, maybe it was, it was orchestrated way back in, in uh, eternity, you see, but the, the important thing is to realize what Yahweh has done for you and what he is doing for you now. And what he's doing for you is he's revealing his secrets to you, you see. 
And, and uh, where would we be without uh, the revelations that Yahweh has uh, has given each and every one of us, please? Uh, uh, one of my favorite scriptures is uh, is, is this uh, J- uh, John fifteen sixteen. Uh, you don't choose me; I choose you. Right. You understand? Now, now, what fool can't understand that? You, you, you see, you have a people out there that are fighting tooth and nail to try to find some peace of mind, some salvation, you see, and, and they're trying to do it themselves, you see. And and listen, if Yahweh hasn't chose you uh, to receive the, the truth of him, you see, it's all for naught. It's all for naught because he, why? If he hasn't chosen you to receive uh, his, his goodness, you see, then you'll never see it. You'll never understand it. You see, that's why uh, most of the world is, is in darkness at this point in time. Now, one of the previous speakers uh, mentioned that, uh, that this is uh, this world that we live in is being run by the satanic spirit. You see uh, every, every place you turn, you're absolutely right. Every place you turn, you, you, you see it, you hear it. Uh, it's perpetrated upon you in one way, shape, form, or another, you, you see. And we all have to withstand that. And it's my, my ardent prayer to uh, Yahshua that that he uh, uh, keep me in the faith and keep me in the, the wisdom and the knowledge that he has given me, you see. Mm-hmm. Because uh, let me tell you, if this thing isn't real, then I'm lost. And right. that goes for that goes for each and every one of us, you see. Uh, now, just real quick, uh, if someone will read uh, John, I believe uh, sixteen and twenty-four. That's John sixteen and twenty-four. Uh huh. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your okay. joy may be full. Okay, keep going. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs, but the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs. But I Listen to show- that. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. He's he, 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 he spoken in Proverbs and in uh, uh, types and shadows previously, see, but right now he reveals to us immediately just from a, a, a spiritual standpoint what he wants you to know he will give you. He doesn't want anything in his uh, in his kingdom that he has not prepared for the kingdom, you see. Keep reading. But the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I, shall, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. That's, for the Father. That, that, that right there, we're at that day. We are at that day, you see, when he must reveal or he does reveal directly to you. You, you understand? Don't depend on anybody for anything except Yahshua the Messiah. Your salvation right. is in is in Yahshua the Messiah, you see. Uh, I, I, I was reading in the book once uh, that where it says that we all must uh, face the judgment, you see, mm-hmm. uh, and e- either good or bad, uh, regardless of what you've done, uh, regardless of what you manifest, you have got to stand in judgment, you see. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, uh, I, I had no understanding at all when I first heard the term, every, every tub must sit on its own bottom. You see, mm. 
I think I know what that means now. Look, there won't be anybody in front of you, in back of you, or to your side. You will be alone. You'll be like Moses when he was at the top of that mountain, alone and by himself, you see. And you've got to give an account for everything that you have thought, you see, every deed you have rendered, you see, you have got to give an account for it. Look, if you believe that, you know, can you afford not to please your creator? Can you afford in any way, shape or form to, to manifest anything that is converse to what he would have you do, you see? And it's 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 very simple, you, you see. Uh, you, you read, gosh, I can't think of the, the scriptures, but... <clears throat> You, you, you scream. You, you read that it's really just this simple. You see, if if you're humble and you obey me, then I will bless you. And here's how I'm going to bless you. You see, and it's like someone said. Uh, there's about that's about ten or fifteen chapters. You see, uh, what what book is that in? Does anybody um, know? Which scripture are you looking for, particularly? You, you know, you know what? That's okay. That's okay. We don't even have to go that deep in it. It's, it's very simple. You see, uh, uh, there's the next fifty or so verses speak uh, to the fact that if you don't obey me, if you don't humble yourself as a child, oh, you see, then this is what I'm going to do to punish you. And it's just that simple. You see, if we're obedient and we're humble and we do what he tells us to do, he will give us eternal life. You see, if you if you ignore him, you see, if you don't keep his judgments, you see, if we don't do what he would have us do. And what should you do? You know what you should do. You see, nobody has to write that down for you. It's in you. You see. The things that you should do to please him, they are in you, you see, and that's what you must do. And if you please me, I will give you eternal life. It's just that simple, you see. Now, you can put all the, the, the fancy uh, affidavits to to it that you want, you see, but it's so simple. If you obey, you see, you can have eternal life. If you disobey, he will consume you with fire, you see. And I'll, I'll just end with, with this. Yeah, and I love this. I love this particular scripture. Uh, uh, give me uh, Acts 7th chapter, about the uh, 51st verse. We might want to start a little higher. Let's see what 51 says of first, though. And Dr. Acts. Walker, that scripture you were talking about, I believe, is in Deuteronomy 28. That you were just I, I, I think you're right. Now, 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 now that we've moved on to Acts, mm -hmm. I finally remember what it, what it is. Right. I, I tell you, if if there's if there's two things, two two passages in the Bible that you want to almost memorize, you see, it, it would be that, and it would be uh, uh, Mark the 11th chapter. You, you understand, but let but let's let's read uh, Acts seventh chapter real quick, please. Yeah. Around the fifty first verse, I believe. Acts seven and fifty one. Yes. You stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Spirit. Look, this is this is Stephen talking. This is, this is Stephen talking. They they pull Stephen on the carpet. You you know what I'm saying. And uh, I, I remember in that particular passage uh, in Acts where it talks about Stephen at this point had a face of an angel. You, you understand? In other words, Yahweh was speaking to this boy. <laughs> That's uh, Yahweh, and he was manifesting that. Read on, please. Ye mm -hmm. stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do he, always resist the Holy Spirit. He's talking, the to the Sanhedrin, he's talking to the Sanhedrin Council. 
uh, you know, and they were the rulers of Israel at that point in time. They, in fact, were the lawyers, you see, or the doctors, you see. They were the learned men, the the Pharisees and uh, the Sadducees. Okay, read on, please. Mm -hmm. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And hey, nothing's have- changed. Nothing's changed. You, 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 you still, you're, you're doing the same things that your your ancestors did. You see, mm-hmm. you persecuted the prophets. You per, you per, persecuted those that brought to you the word of Yahweh. You see, so you, how have we progressed? What's changed? You, you mm-hmm. see, and can, can can you say we're better off uh, uh, than we were 400 years ago? No. You, you understand? As a matter of fact, we're—I can tell you for a fact that we're we're worse off. And if I could talk to you for a couple hours, I could convince you of that. You see? Okay, read on, please. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted, and they uh, have slain them, which showed before of the coming of the just one, of whom you have been now the betrayers and murderers? Who has you know what? You know what? One thing I like about this this particular uh, passage. It's it's easy to understand, you know. There's not a lot of we's and these and those and vowels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's just I can understand it as dumb as I am. So so that should tell you something. Okay, keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it? When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, looked up nope. steadfastly. Okay, stop right there. Uh, he got him riled up. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and and where I'm going with this is, is you'll see. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where I'm going with it. Stephen was stoned to death. He was killed. Mm-hmm. He told the truth because he told the truth because he told the truth. They killed him. You, you understand? And and you you know, hey folks, we're going to be persecuted. We're, if we if, if you speak the truth, you will be persecuted. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're going to be stoned. I'm not saying you're going to be uh, uh, crucified upside down like John was, you see. But you will be persecuted, you see. The sons, the, the, the scriptures say, hey, the sons will be persecuted. There will be tribulations uh, for you, if you know what I'm saying, for all of us, you see. And, 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 and. Uh, the type of tribulation you'll have, I don't know, and you don't know, you see. But you must stay strong in the faith and the belief of Yahshua Messiah, and that he is your only hope of salvation. Okay, read on, please. Mm-hmm. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of Yahweh, and Yahshua was standing on the right hand of Yahweh. And now, 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 see, now, see that there's your salvation right there, Yahshua, yeah. on, on the right hand of the Father. You, you, you understand? There is your salvation. You see, if you're in the family, then you you're gonna you're gonna be around the throne. You, you understand? And those on the right hand, you see, are, are, are Yahweh's chosen ones to be on the right hand side. You see? Read on, please. And said, "Behold, I see the heavens opened." and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of Yahweh. And they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. And oh, did he make him bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he make him bad. Go ahead, read. Keep reading. And cast him out of the city and stoned him. 
And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stole stone Stephen, calling upon Yahweh and saying, Savior Yahshua, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Yahweh, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. That's all you can do. Hey, their their eyes have not been open. Their ears have not been have been open like yours have. You see, uh, if Yahweh has not revealed something to you, then where are you? You're still in your sins. You mm-hmm. understand? And uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this. Uh, the other day, uh, I saw uh, Colin Powell on TV. Okay, and uh, they they ask and ask him a, a lot of things, but one thing they asked him was, uh, did he think that uh, that uh, our former president, uh, if he should be uh, uh, thrown out of office, you know, for for what happened as far as the attack on the, the Capitol is concerned, he said no. He said no. He didn't think so. Okay. And I thought to uh, the thought was placed in me to to read uh, what happened to Gamaliel. Now Gamaliel uh, was a Jew. It, it's it's uh, rumored that Gamaliel uh, clandestinely uh, was a follower and a believer of Yahshua Messiah, as many of those men were. You read John one one uh, talks about uh, uh, who, who's the uh, the, the, the council person that uh, climbed the, the tree and came to uh, Yahshua at, at night. Um, that's, uh, I think, in Acts, the third chapter, or excuse me, well, maybe it's the third chapter, yeah. What's the Zacchaeus. name? I, I'm sorry? Say it again? Zacchaeus? Uh, okay, the phone, see, my phone is, well, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh Read that for me real quick, please. Uh, Acts fifth chapter and start the around the twenty seventh verse. Acts five and twenty seven. Yes, ma'am. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, "Did now not listen, this is, excuse me? I, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. I'll try to make uh-huh. it." Uh, Try to make it brief. Uh, this is shortly after Yahshua had been crucified, and uh, the the uh, the big boys, the, the the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and the the uh, the priest, and the uh, uh, just everybody that was involved uh, with the temple uh, called them on the carpet. They they had these boys uh, arrested and threw them in prison. You see, well, an angel came and and opened up the prison doors and told them to go and preach in the temple. And that's exactly what they did. Okay, Uh, now they they arrested all of the uh, disciples. I believe at this time there were there were only 11, but they arrested all of them, you see, and they were going to kill them. They were going to kill them until Gamaliel spoke up. Okay, Keep, keep reading. This is 27th verse. And when they had brought them, they sent them before the council, excuse uh-huh. me, and, and the high priest asked them, saying, did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And they told them, hey, don't, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And see, 
one thing I like about this uh, this particular scripture, of course, I, I love all the scriptures. You see, it's Yahweh talking. To, it's it's Him trying to tell His story to us. You, you understand what we He wants you to know about Him in this world is in the scriptures. Yes, there's errors and interpolations and misinterpretations and so on and so forth. All types of things you see, but but that which can be known of Yahweh is manifested in the scriptures. You, you see, you you can say, yeah, that's that's them, or if you want to, and whether you accept that or not, you see what he wants you to know about him in this age and dispensation, and in this world is manifested in the scriptures, and he gives you a a, a slight peek at what he has stored up for you uh, in in ages to come. You see, okay, read on, please. Mm-hmm. And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey Yahweh rather than men. That's good. Go ahead. Keep reading. Mm -hmm. The Elohim of our fathers raised up Yahshua, who you slew and hanged on a tree. Him Uh has Yahweh exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. Uh or to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Spirit, whom Yahweh has given to them that obey him. When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. They oh, that hurt their feelings. That that really hurt their feelings. Now now the, the, the disciples are really in for it now. Okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. Then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had a reputation among all the people and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space and said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do as touching these men. For before these days rose up Sadius, boasting himself to be somebody to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves, who was this, slain. Does that kind of sound, excuse me, does that kind of sound like somebody that we know? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Read on, please. Mm-hmm. For before these days rose up Thaddeus, boasting himself to be somebody, to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves, who was slain, and all as many as obeyed him were scattered and brought to naught. After the mm-hmm. rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of the taxing and drew away much people after him, he also perished, and all, even as many as obeyed him, were dispersed. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men and let them alone. For it is this counsel or this work be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of Yahweh, you cannot overthrow it, Lest happily you be found even to fight against Yahweh. And okay, you, they- you can stop there. You can stop there. Uh, see, you don't need a lot of interpretation for what's going on here. You, you see, and, 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 and listen, we're witnessing exactly the same thing now. You see, the Democrats, mainly, mainly that uh, female Democrat, and you know who I'm talking about, uh, she wants to be vindictive. She wants to be vindictive, you see. Uh, and that's what Powell was trying to say. You, you see, this isn't the time to, to seek blood and to be vindictive for, for, for someone that's talked about your family and how big your feet are and, 
and, and all this type of thing. You see, uh, you, you have to. The book says, "Listen, you 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 respect, and you do good even to your enemies." You, you understand? And it says after that, especially the brethren. But it, it, <laughs> it and now that may be hard to do, but it can be done. I, I have done it. You have done it, and we've had it done to. To, to to both of us, you, you, you see, uh, that that's really all I had to say, and I'm just really really happy to be able to uh, to have class with you folks, and uh, uh, I, I thought the prayer was uh, was very exemplary, and uh, uh, the gospel has been preached this evening um, in more ways than one, you, you see, and it is my ever prayer. Uh, I, I always think about uh, those uh, that have not received the gospel, you see. And uh, this this is uh, this is what the world uh, awaited, you, you understand. But it isn't for the world. If, if, if folks had really believed that it was going to rain, that ark would have been full, you understand, you see. So uh, it, it's time to, to learn uh, about uh, your creator and to stay strong in what you believe. Do not be shaken. After all, there is salvation in this teaching, and Yahweh has given it to you. That means he wants you to be part of it, and you either accept it or you reject it. And uh, it may be very easy right now to accept it, you see, but uh, it'll it'll get a little rough. You'll see. <laughs> Uh, keep keep faith in Yahshua the Messiah and Yahweh. Uh, after all, our salvation is is in that. Thank you. Hallelujah! Thank you so much, Doctor Walker. And for our final speaker, you have about fourteen minutes. We will have Doctor Shirley Nelson. Good afternoon, class. Good afternoon. Good evening. That is. Good evening. It is good to be here tonight, and I thoroughly enjoyed the speakers that I did hear. I worked late tonight and didn't hear the first few speakers, but I did enjoy what I heard very much. And I'm so thankful for Yahweh that he allowed me and all of us to be here at this time. And I am happy to have anything to say, no matter how long it is. I'm happy to thank Yahweh and to, uh, and to thank him for his mercy and for his kindness that he has shown to all of us and that he had given us all this wonderful, wonderful blessing of his gospel and his Holy Spirit in us. And I was listening to the things that the previous speakers said very intently. And the thing that really stands out is how merciful that Yahweh has been for all of us in that he has allowed us to come into an understanding of him. The previous speaker, the last speaker talked about over there, and I'm just gonna, I know I don't have a lot of time, but since he mentioned it, I want you to go over there and get the scripture in Deuteronomy, uh, the 28th chapter. I'm not gonna have it read all because it is a lot, but mm -hmm. one of the things that he made me to uh, understand and all of us, is how important it is to have the Holy Spirit. Uh, Dr. Kinley was known to say, and I'm, I'm sorry if I misquoted, I'm paraphrasing, but I remember hearing that Dr. Kinley said that he wouldn't give a 
I'm going to use my own word, Tinkle's Bell for a soul that hadn't been tried. If anyone knows exactly how that was quoted, you can say it, but that's how I remember hearing it. In other words, these are the days of trials and tribulations. And Dr. Kenley also talked about over there in, uh, in, in many of his transcripts, I was reading one the other day about the, <clears throat> in the end of the age, the signs of the end of the age, living in the last days, I think is what it was called. And Dr. Kenley talked about how that we are in perilous times. Now he was talking about a time even then when he was yet in the flesh. So now, even now, but that was the same time period if you want to go over there and get the ages and dispensations chart real quick, that we are in, and um, just get it, just get it for me real quick over here. But now that's where we're at. Now we're in this fourth age or the spirit spiritual kingdom age on earth, and this is after the outpour of the Holy Spirit, or all the Holy Spirit that there was 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 in Yahshua the Messiah. See, but it took his death, his burial, and his resurrection, see, to bring about salvation, see, in the world. Now, remember, Yahshua Messiah, he's the savior for all of mankind, all of mankind. Why? Because all of mankind needed a savior. Right. Yahshua Messiah, if we look at this chart here, talked about over there in the Antediluvian age, which was the second age, <clears throat> called the age of conscience. And see, this is where the man died in his conscience. See, in other words, Yahweh gave a, a commandment not to eat of the fruit off of the tree in the middle of the, in the midst of the garden, to, gave that commandment to both Adam and his wife, and they both partook of that tree. And as a result of that disobedience, see, we're talking about from the very beginning, Yahweh set up that principle of obedience versus disobedience. As a result of that, then the man died in his conscience. So where does the man have to be picked up at? It was through this school that we come to find out he has to be picked up where he fell. So there's death then passed upon all man right from Adam, right from the beginning. See, all the way down to Yahshua, the Messiah. See, so it took a savior, and I don't have a lot of time to go through it, but Yahshua Messiah is that sacrificial, see, um, sacrifice, if you will, see, that had to be, if you look at that, you don't have to go get it right now, but the tabernacle pattern, how those sacrifices in had to be brought into that, into that tabernacle and, and their sacrifices had to be, uh, were the atonement for men's sin. Yahshua Messiah, knowing that the entire world, this is how he purposed it. And I got to stop right now. I'm saying a lot of things, but I want to say this too. Nothing's out of order. Nothing is out of order. Right. Yahweh knows exactly what he's doing at the time that he's doing it. And we have to have confidence and faith in his ever presence and his purpose that he has set forth because it will not return. As he talked about his word, won't return to him void. Yahshua Messiah, his purpose, his purpose is going forth. See, so it will be accomplished, which it was in him. Now we're down here in these last prophetic seconds. And the only way that we are going to endure anything is with that Holy Spirit in us. So we must, that's what Yahweh is taking back. Because when you are in the, when the son is in you and you are in the son, you are one with the father. 
That's what's going back. That's what Yahshua recognizes. If you understand what I'm saying, we must take on the nature. As he talked about, let this mind be in you that was in Yahshua the Messiah. So how do we get it? See, in other words, when he came in and he died on that cross, see, as I said, it was to atone for all the sins of mankind. And he had that in him, that Holy Spirit in him. When he did go to that cross, and, and remember, he was where did I, I left off a part that I want to bring out because I told you the man died in his conscience. So Yahshua Messiah has to come all the way over. Yahshua Messiah, because he's fulfilling all things. That's where he picked the man up. Remember, he was uh, crucified on the on uh, Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. So in right. principle, Yahshua is just showing us how he has fulfilled everything from beginning to end. Now, the confidence we must have, we must have the confidence in Yahshua Messiah that he's doing it. He is showing us that when we are in obedient, when we are keeping the faith, apostles has asked him and asked, what is it that we must do in order to be saved? And Messiah did answer them and said, to believe on me. Yes. See, you understand what I'm saying? Well, how are you going to believe on him? And you get that scripture for me real quick. I think it's over in Romans. Unless you, here, be, unless you, you know which one I'm talking about. I'm like, you know, you get up here and you can't remember any of the scriptures. Does anybody know where that's in? How can you believe yes. him unless yes. he's been sent? If you can read that, please. Got it, Laura. Yeah, that's Romans 10. And um, I guess I'll start at um, maybe 14. Okay. Um, I'll try there. Uh, Romans 10 and 14. Uh, no, no, no. Let me go up to 10 and 11. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Mm -hmm. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Yahweh over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yahweh shall be saved. Now stop. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now you cannot call on his name unless you've heard his name. That's right. And then if you've heard his name, you must obey him. Yes. You must obey Yahshua the Messiah. People were down at the end of an age. It is no time to be dilly-dallying around. That's well, right. I'll get, as Dr. Kinley said in his transcript, well, I'll do it when I get to it, when mm. I got some time. Mm. See, I'll join class. I'll put my meditation on Yahshua. I'll read some scriptures. I'll try to learn all I can when I got the time. Look, time is out. Yes. Yahshua is telling me, and I'm only talking for myself, mm. your time is out. The only thing that right now that's going to take you from this state over till the next age is that you mm. have the Holy Spirit in you. Yes. So he's saying over here how for whosoever shall call upon the name of Yahweh shall be saved. That's right. what we want. We want some saving here. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about living in this way. Look, when you die, you're dead. That's it. You're gone. No, there is everything in the entire universe dictates that there is life after death. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Everything does. 
So this is not the end when we take off this flesh. There is a spiritual man, a spiritual body that has to be fed just like that natural body. You know how it feels when you're hungry. You can't get straight until you put, put some food in your mouth. Well, look, the spiritual man is crying out for food, but we're talking spiritual food, soul food. So he says, who shall ever call upon the name of Yahweh shall be saved, read. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Mm -hmm. How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? You say that? And how shall, read, mm -hmm. go ahead. And how shall they hear without a preacher? There you go. And how, shall, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach, preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Mm -hmm. Now you but see, they, mm -hmm. now we have, to, we have to stop. I see the five minute bill. But what I want to say to you in this little short time, and I want to just really, I wanted to be able to go in there and just show and to prove how that knowing Yahshua Messiah in you and having that Holy Spirit, the things that are talked about over in Deuteronomy, that Yahweh says he will do if you obey him. Now you mm -hmm. say, well, that's just under the law. But he's setting something, he's letting you see, and not only in the first part of that chapter, it talks about then in the latter part of the chapter, what takes place when we don't obey. Mm -hmm. But we're happy, how can we obey him unless we have the Holy Spirit in us? So mm -hmm. our desire our hope, our prayer mm. see, is that Yahshua will give us of his spirit. Mm. Now, this gospel through the preaching of the death, burial, and resurrection of Yahshua Messiah in his holy name, going to the law and going to the prophets, using that tabernacle pattern to prove the witnesses that Yahweh has laid down from us will give us some faith and give us some understanding and give us the ability to even believe or to hear. As the previous speaker talked about, how was Lazarus raised up? That's right. See, he heard his name. See, Yahweh, it was who was the Yahshua Messiah at that time. The scripture says over there that when he came unto Lazarus, who was dead, and he said to his sister, or his sister uh, wondered why his, her brother had died. She says, I know that he'll raise up in the by and by. Mm. Yahshua said, I am the resurrection. So when he spoke, see, Lazarus come forth, he didn't have no other uh, option but to come up out of that grave. But the thing we want you to understand is that Lazarus had to go back to the grave. The physical body did. But when we have the blood of Yahshua in us and we understand Yahshua having that Holy Spirit in us, that eternal spirit is what you're after in this age. That's what places you in his kingdom. Those in his kingdom shall be saved. When you're in the kingdom, you're calling on his name. When you're in the kingdom, you're obeying Yahshua. See, that right there is what's going to consume this. That Holy Spirit will consume this physical body and take you on over to the immortality where yeah. you will have a spiritual body as well as a spiritual mind. That's life eternal. That's what we're looking forward to and towards. We're not concerned about this world. 
It's a bad shape, but Yahshua got it. Be strong, brethren. Stay in the faith, trusting Yahshua. And thank Dr. you. Dr. Nelson, if I can just finish the last two verses of that. Okay. The scripture, okay. please. All right. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah saith, Yahweh, mm. who have believed our reports. Mm. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of Yahweh. There you go. Thank you very much for that, moderator. I, mm. That's beautiful, because it clenches it up. See, that's how our faith, by hearing the preaching. So yes. it's incumbent that we tune into these sessions. It don't have to be Southfield. You can go to anyone. You go to classes right. all over the place. But tune in. Ask Yahshua to allow you to tune in. And I'm talking spiritually. Yes. Brethren, I love you all. Be safe. Be, be, have faith in Yahshua. Trust in Yahshua. That's what we truly need in this life right now. And I'd like to say hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much to all our speakers. We thank our brethren for joining us. I am messing up over here, sorry. We thank our visiting brother for joining us. And uh, we hope that Yahshua will allow you to join us again. We hold classes here on Zoom on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5.30 to, I am messing up, I'm sorry, <laughs> from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we hold classes on Sundays from 3.30 from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will now have doxology, if I can find it, which is taken from the last two verses of the book of Jude. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise Elohim, our savior, through Yahshua the Messiah, our sovereign, belong all glory, majesty, dominion, and power for all times, now and ever, let us all say, Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.